What do you get when you combine journalistic integrity with artistic good taste? It sure as hell wouldn't be this. You're listening to The Fellas. Why didn't you fucking tell me we started? I was actually, I would have counted us down in sooner, man. I was fucking sleeping. Yo, what? How are you going to be sleeping, man? You need to be monitoring me, man. That's the that's the job of a co-host. Well, yeah, yeah, that's true, that's true. But I fucking fall asleep. Whole thing could have been playing on a fucking eight minute loop. Who are you even realizing anything? Oh god, sorry. Hey everybody, you're listening to the fellas. As you can see, I'm quite excited to be here. You have to excuse me. I uh what do the kids call it? I tied one <laughs> tied one on last night, man. Let me slap myself in the Alright, ah, okay, okay. We're good to go. So hey everybody, we uh went on a uh saw a nice movie today, got a bit closer to my D and D roots. Yes. But that was very much watered down, the whole D and D thing, because of course we saw a Disney movie. Uh we saw Onward. The the one thing I'm I'm gonna go into detail with this, but the one way I could sum up this movie is by saying basic bitch. And I don't mean I'm not saying bad. Yes. I'm saying tons of potential. Tons of tons potential of potential that was wasted because this was done by Disney. It was very different from what they normally do. And I'm actually quite surprised that this was geared and targeted to sons boys and fathers well no yeah i know exactly why you're saying that uh there was a lot of family values in this and i yeah. really appreciated that yeah i didn't ex- it's these days disney's kind of like they forget the boy demographic completely yeah yeah i mean they're still geared to the family values no there's no fuck cunt shit you know none of that you yeah. know no bad language but still at the same time, they made sure to let you know that they are still progressive. You know, there was a scene with the obligatory uh, female. Yeah, I'm having the same problem with my girlfriend's kids. You know, it's like, oh, there you go. Okay. I okay. saw it. Make sure, make sure we know. Disney's still cool. They're still progressive. Even though this is a, a standard trope male coming of age movie. Yeah, they, they showed a lot of progressivism in this film. But it was so under radar. And I picked up on a lot of it. Well, honestly, I didn't see... Two too much progressivism in this except for that one scene where they just slapped you in the face oh yeah I, I have a I'm a woman I have a girlfriend and her kid and I'm trying to raise her kid and blah blah, blah. that and was I, I kind of felt like that came out of nowhere that was the blatant one that was yeah, the blatant that came one out of nowhere. The, under the radar one was the the scimitar and his mom mixed race couples oh that was that was fine what basically that was the equivalent of saying you know his dad died and his mom her boyfriend she's now dating a black guy but they did a great job showing the awkwardness yeah. of the new male coming in, trying to be supportive of these kids. You know, they could have taken the, the cheap way out and been like, there's an aggressive mentality between the, the son resenting this new guy coming in. Yeah. It was kind of like, no, this new guy is here. And you kind of, when he has this corny dad jokes and he's trying to be, oh, I'm the buddy, I'm the friend, dad, who's banging your mom. And they kind of just roll their eyes. And it's like, look, man, I, I'll tolerate you and and he, just don't try to be my friend. Kind of the vibe you got. Yeah, yeah, you know, he was... Very real. He was the uh, scimitar with the, probably like the 12-inch long penis, you know, railing his mom, you know. No, um, no, no. A horse, a horse cock? Yes. No, nah, dude, a horse cock is like two, three feet. Two, three feet? Yeah. She's taking it quite well. Yeah, because... She's see, able still to walk pretty upright and, well, and you, forward. Well, you have to understand the wound for a female horse 
chest is pretty close to like where the chest cavity is. Yeah. And penis has got to get back there. Well, we've gotten way off topic. This, this is a kid's movie. Yeah, Good I'm movie. sorry. All right, so let me, before we start going into the uh, meat and potatoes, as that Nux Taku would say on YouTube, shout out, love his page. No, we're looking at Onward, and it's basically the idea is you're in a, a D&D fantasy world that has all of the races, I guess, besides human. Did you see any humans? No, no, I saw some unicorns, though. Okay, there's that progressivism again. I guess humans would represent the white man, and that's bad. So, yeah. you know, everyone except humans. But all the other fantasy races, the fairies, the pixies, the minotaurs, the centaurs, the ogres, the cyclopses, they're all in there. It's yeah. a nice, fun bag. And they're saying, hey, way back in the day, and by back in the day, they make it seem like it was like 50 years ago. No, it was a couple I'm hundred years. it would be like a couple hundred years ago. It's like, yeah, people did things. They were adventurers and this and that, and they were mages, but becoming a mage was hard work. It took years and years and years of practice and study, but then people came up with technology and was like, yeah, you have to light your homes with fire and practice for like 20 years to be a mage that can launch a fireball to start a fire. Then someone invents the light bulb. Oh yeah, any moron can flip a switch. And I was like, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, Magic would pretty much go extinct because of the convenience of technology. So now it's pretty much a modern world. No one follows their roots. No one uses magic. You know, it's like yeah. uh, like the guy said to the, the centaur, said, oh, a centaur, you know, you know, centaurs used to be able to run 75 miles an hour. And the guy's like, I don't need, fucking need to do that for. I got a car. Yeah. Fuck that. So the horse dude's just driving his fucking car. How he fits in there, I don't know. Well, the centaur guy, once they find out his peak speed, all the uh, crooks have to do is drive at 75 miles an hour. Yeah, but that's, that's still, that's not easy. You gotta work your way up to that. Oh. If I could run up next to your car, I just open the fucking door and yank you out. Well, that's true. It's gonna take you like 20 seconds <laughs> to get to <laughs> 75 miles an hour. I'll fucking catch your car and yank you out. But anyway, uh, the two main characters, the Lightfoot Boys. There's Ian, played by Tom Holland, does a decent enough job. And they also, it really looks like they modeled the character after him. He looks like sort of a doofy, nerdy kid. He's this, in this coming of age story, he just becomes 16. And he's basically social awkward doesn't have any friends at school you know he doesn't want to go out and do things he's afraid to drive afraid to socialize afraid to be assertive he's afraid to do everything basically yeah then you have his older brother barley lightfoot played by chris pat and i just gotta tell you right now anything that's meant to have a lovable yet humorous hero if you put chris pratt in there he will eat the entire scene no one pays attention to anyone else he completely overshadows he's great in everything that sort of character. I'm the hero. I'm courageous and whatnot, but I have a sense of humor. I'm lovable. And he does such a good job that when he starts acting, he just overshadows the living shit out of everyone else. Yeah, you know, it, I like it, but I don't know what to tell you. It ain't his fault. He's, it, he's Chris Pratt. You know, it's sad because I didn't even recognize this was his voice. No, no, you thought he was the guy from Silicon uh, Valley. Silicon yeah. Valley. No, I, yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about. What the fuck is that guy's name? Uh, whatever. It's a Silicon Valley guy, but no, it wasn't him. I, it, I knew the, the voice wasn't him, but I still couldn't exactly pin who it was until, uh, until when the credits rolled. He just loves the living shit out of his little brother, which is great, you know, and because he, he just loves him unconditionally because this is a movie. Yeah. My older brother didn't give me that much love. I mean, he loved me in yeah. his own way, but it was more like, you know, give me my don't, shoes. Don't fuck up. 
And if I catch you in my room touching my shit, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. Oh, okay. With okay. love. The love is still there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yes, my brother did kick the shit out of me a couple he, times. He was, he was teaching you a valuable lesson. Stay in your lane. According to him. Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, I, I guess I got those lessons. I mean, you know, that's how real yes. older brothers work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They toughen you up by beating the shit out of you. Yeah. And besides that, it's like, don't look at me. Don't talk to me. Don't attempt to associate with my friends. <laughs> and at the end of the day... You still love him. You yeah. hate him right then. Yeah. At the end of the day, you still love him. But no, he's more... This character's more like, oh, you're going to be... You're strong, and I know you've got potential, and I'm going to help you, and your endeavors, and blah, 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 whatever. To the point where in the movie, it seems kind of annoying to me. Yeah. But whatever. And then there's their uh, single mom, which is Laurel Lightfoot, played by uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Yeah. Elaine from Seinfeld. Which I haven't seen her do shit in so long. I know she's on Veep, but legit after Seinfeld, I never saw her do shit. So I could not recognize her voice at all. I'm very happy to see that she's doing stuff. You know, it's I can see her. She's doing stuff, but she's doing stuff we don't care about. So exactly. Either way, she does a great job playing as a single mom. She's so embarrassingly clingy to her son. You know, she's not overbearing, but she. He's keeping all the praise on. It's like, Mom, you're embarrassing me. Cut it out and this and that. You know, you see her doing her morning aerobics, which are kind of bullshit aerobics. Yeah. You know, say, hey, you're a hero. Slay that dragon. Jump back and forth. And she's doing all that. It's cute. It is cute. It's cute. They, they did a they did a, a, a good job. You, you know, know and, and she's got the, the mom, most importantly, she's got the mom body. Yeah, yeah. You know how unrealistic it is in American cinema where the mom is always hot. And I'm like, yo, two human beings came out of that vagina. Your body's wrecked. You should yeah. be looking hot. Your body's done. She was cute hot, though, in this movie. I don't know about they, that. There was a charm she about... Like, she wasn't ugly. Don't get me wrong. She had a don't charm. Her character had a charm about Absolutely her that wasn't mom-ish. It was kind of like... She wasn't what I would call fat or even overweight. She just had a mom body. I mean, she's she's what they would, she's what they would call, quote-unquote, thick. You know, it, it's a mom body. I don't, I don't know what I would... No, they did a great job. Walking around in her cardigan sweaters and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, the character is just not known as uh, the Manticore. Well, actually, you know what? First, I'll go with a character called Colt Bronco. Do not like that name. Very shitty, but whatever. Uh, that's played by Mel Rodriguez. Uh, he's the, the boyfriend that's now banging the mom. Okay. That's trying to be a surrogate dad to the boys, but... He really pulls it off because he just seems awkward. Yes. Because he's a cop and he's like, look, I want to I wanna instill some discipline, but at the same time, I don't want to step over my bounds because I'm not the biological dad. So that has me feeling awkward. And the kids are kind of just like, okay, Colt, whatever, Colt. They're not disrespecting him. There's no antagonism there. Yes. They're just kind of like, man, I'd like it if you just fuck my mom and leave. Don't stop trying to be my friend. Yeah. I don't hate you for it, but I, I really just prefer if you stop which is which is typically the real way that stepfathers come in like well dude just fuck my mom and leave please they were elves and i, was, I don't like the way they looked as elves because i didn't even know that i thought they were goblins yeah Why are all the elves blue i i was i was like okay they live in mushroom houses mm -hmm. kind of like smurfs i didn't know what they were until like halfway in through the movie yeah until yeah. they said they were elves i'm like okay these like, are elves those are elves I mean, the pointy Those ears. Yeah, the pointy ears could give you could be multiple species, multiple species. But they just didn't seem majestic. But maybe that's the point because modernization and technology will turn anyone who seems somewhat, who seems like someone you should look up to, 
Yeah. Turn him into a fat, lazy slob. Technology does that. Okay, okay. Look at a woman from the 1940s or 1950s, and then look at your average woman now, and you're like, man, it's like she doesn't even fucking care. No, she doesn't. Yeah. Because if she needs a man, she just swipes right. So the, the femininity, the femininity is gone, you know? But I, I digress. So um, what they end up doing, 16th birthday, uh, Ian's a little bit bummed out. And his mom says, oh, their dad, by the way, died from an illness before Ian was born. We would just assume it's cancer. Yes, but, Elv- you know, elven cancer. Elven cancer, and he died, you know. And um, tells him, so, hey, uh, you know, your dad, he said when you were 16, he wanted me to give you this thing. And it, it's a magical staff with a crystal on it, phoenix crystal yeah and you say this incantation it will allow their father to return for 24 hours so he can see his boys and see what they grew up to be that's one hell of a fucking gift though that was his last request before he dies like yeah i want to spend a bunch of money i'm gonna get the staff so i i just want to see my boys yeah see what they've become and then i'll go back to hell or heaven or valhalla or wherever the fuck helps go yeah so they tried to do the thing. It sort of works, but the crystal has like this big ass crack. Yes. So only half of his body from the feet to the torso show up. At this point, the movie becomes kind of like Weekend at Bernie's. Yes. So he's like, you know what? Let's just find another Phoenix crystal. Bring back the rest of them. Now, his brother, uh, Barley, played by Chris Pratt, is super duper into D&D. Yeah. And D&D isn't as much. D&D is still a game, but D&D is a game to them is a lot like uh, uh, Hearts of Iron yes. is a game to us. You know, it's the World War II board game. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. It's history. Yeah. It's historically accurate. It's risk. Yeah, you know, and you can play it whichever way you want, but all the units and all the stuff and whatever is historically accurate. So only history buffs would play D&D yeah. in, in this world. So his brother is like stoked as all hell. Like, oh man, we're going to go on a quest. Like in the D&D games, people just go on quests all the time and we can find the things down. We have to go to the inn to find the manticore and the manticore will give us the quest and the quest will tell us where to get the crystal. So the whole thing is just standard. The, the crystal is the MacGuffin. Yeah. And we just have to get to the MacGuffin. Hilarity ensues. Now, there's no need to go through too much of the story per se to like break down what they have to do to get to it yeah it's not really necessary but needless to say at the very last minute with like maybe five minutes left they get the crystal they bring him back they talk to him for five minutes he leaves we see the epilogue roll credits it, it's not about what happens at the end it's the journey yes and they do a great job of emphasizing that because Ian the younger brother writes down a list of all the things he wants to do with his dad yeah while he's there for 24 hours like play catch learn to drive you know be supported by him and this and that and be more assertive all these things that a dad's supposed to help you do and it's impossible to get that within 24 hours very really. impossible he, he's just kind of like this is all the stuff he was missing out on because you know he didn't have a dad you know he was told this is what a dad does he missed out on all that so he's just putting it all in the list but in the end the ending being the most wholesome thing I've ever seen man I, I was in it. tears that was so wholesome I loved it you know and we live in such a male hating society the fucking you know, male hating big hates, time hates men and boys you know and they don't really say 
how destructive it is to a boy not to have a father figure. Yeah. It is very, very destructive. But the cool thing is, right before they get the crystal, he gets into an argument with his brother. He's like, oh, you screwed it all up and whatever. And he storms off. He's like, yeah, I'm going to lose my dad in five minutes. Lose my chance to see my dad. And he's crossing all the things off the list that he's never going to be able to do. And as he looks at them, and he starts to think, like one of the things on the list, learn to drive. And he was like, he starts thinking, like, wait a minute. I did learn to drive because his brother has this this van you know this sort of stoner van yeah and his brother was shrunken down so he couldn't drive it so he had to drive it and his brother was cheering him on okay go go now switch lanes and this and that and whatever and he's like well you know i did kind of learn to do that and he checks it off yeah. and it's like play catch well yeah his brother was throwing the thing and teaching him how to do magic and he yeah could catch with the magic okay so i'll check that off be there to support you and he remembers his brother was supporting him all the whole time yeah saying, I believe in you, you can do it. And little by little, he checked everything off. And he was like, you know what? I do have a father figure. It's my older brother. My older brother, because dad died. And he was there when dad died. Yeah. He had to watch his dad die. So his little brother was born. Dad wasn't around. I'm going to step up. I'm going to be that. And I'm going to raise my little brother the way a man needs to be raised. And that was just touching his shit. That, yeah, it was. That kicked me right in the feels, as they say. <laughs> Cockles of my heart. Yeah, I was crying like a motherfucker. I was in tears, man. I was like, man, this is beautiful. I wish I could take every single mother, every woman who says, I don't need no man. Fuck that. You know, I just got pregnant to to make that motherfucker not leave me. Fuck him. I don't need him. I would sit them down, make them watch that, and say, what have you learned? And if they don't give me the correct answer, I would have them sterilized. Okay. That's what I would do. Oh, my God. Say, what have you learned from this movie? <laughs> man, fuck that shit. That, that, that wag-ass man didn't do shit. Sterilize him. We just zap her with a, a hundred bolts of radiation right to the uterus so that it shrivels up and dies in her body. That's that's just me. That's, you know, vote, vote for me. I, I'm Antoine, and I approve this message. For 2024, I'm going to give Trump another four years. 2024, going to be on the ballot. But no, no, that was, that was quite beautiful. It was, it I was. I really, really enjoyed it. I will say I did find it somewhat off-putting that he learned. Everyone's talking about how hard it is to do magic. Yeah. And this kid, like, masters all the spells I think over the course of 24 hours. I think because he was desperate, his back was against time. So, so the stress. The made stress him, made him learn everything. I, I can get that. I can get that. But let me get to the main thing I was saying with unused potential. Here's the thing. This is no Lego movie, the second yes, movie. Yes, the second movie is fantastic. And I feel, I feel it's so unfair to keep holding these kids' movies to that standard. Because Chris Pratt was in that one as well. Right, but god damn it, man. The Lego movie, the second movie, yeah. did it so fucking well. When I was a kid, every kid's movie was something a parent could go to and enjoy. Yes. Fucking uh, Lion King, Aladdin, uh, The Rescuers, man, old yeah. Disney movie. Oh, all oh, these, all oh. these kids' movies had good plots. American Tale. American Tale. They had bad guys that were fucking evil. People fucking died. Yeah, yes. it was a fucking mouse that died, but still. And she was sad, that man. That cat ripped his guts out and laughed. That <laughs> motherfucker's evil. He's evil. And as a kid, you get it. Like, I'm like, God damn. I'm going to have nightmares about this. <laughs> you know, side note. Yeah. I went to see Nightmare on Elm Street Part 8 as a kid. Part 8. Yeah. Scared the shit out of me. And then, oh, it was awful. And then two weeks later, I saw Transformers the movie. You know Transformers the movie gave me nightmares? Because of uh, Optimus. Optimus dying. And what's worse? I was on Megatron's side. I mean, fuck it. Fuck Optimus. <laughs> fuck that punk ass motherfucker. I'll say it to his face. Good. Fuck Optimus. You're... Optimus. 
I'm Megatron all the way. And then Megatron killed him with his bare fucking hands. I was like, oh, that. That's okay. what he got. I'm like, yeah, he, he had it coming to him. Yeah, he, he died. And they showed him on the operating table with that sad music. <laughs> and I was like, yo, I didn't need to see this, man. I just. I just I, I I want him to die, but I don't. These are the repercussions. Well, how do you feel? And I learned about the repercussions, and then on top of that, when he turned gray, yeah, when he turned gray and died. And what's worse, what really triggered me, I was always man, fuck a star screen, sit your ass down. That's right, Megatron, pimp slap him, shoot him a couple times. You know, star screen would always get up. Yeah, yeah. Megatron, said, man, fuck a star, sit your dumb ass up. Star I remember screen. when star screen got he punched in the chest. Yeah. Yeah, Megatron shoot Starscream a couple times, make him make him learn his place. When Galvatron showed up, shot that dude one time, and he turned to fucking ash. And, and Galvatron walked on his fucking ashes again. As a kid, I was like, "Man, Galvatron, shut that punk motherfucker!" Shut that. Oh, like, you were expecting a backhand, but he got fucking his I head was rolled off. Him to shoot him, and then Starscream get up. Oh, I'm sorry, Galvatron. No, he fucking murked him. <laughs> And I was like, oh. Shit just got real. I was like, yo, man, uh, we cool and all, but you don't have to kill him. I mean, I just I just wanted you to like teach him a lesson. Like, goddamn. I felt like I brought those deaths upon them. Oh, okay. This is what I wanted. Yeah. I murdered Optimus because I wanted it to happen. I murdered Starscream, a guy I didn't even like. And when I left that theater, I had to think about things. You know, I did you ever see Transformers the movie in theaters? No, not as a, not not in theaters. Let I was me tell you something. That theater was loud with all the fight. Yeah, go Optimus, go, go Megatron, whatever. You know, when Optimus Prime, and there was no, anyone who was not an adult, there, there were more kids there than adults. Let's yeah. just say 17 and under. Yeah. Way more kids there than adults. It was loud as shit. When Optimus died on that operating table, you could have heard a pin drop. <laughs> Nobody made a fucking sound. Parents That's, weren't expecting that. Parents didn't know what the fuck. They were probably still crying. No, parents, those parents weren't watching no fucking Transformers. It was all the kids were watching Transformers. You could have heard a goddamn pin drop in there. Men, boys became men in that thing. Boys became men. Like, this is war. This is death. You understand that? And yes, I had fucking nightmares. People fucking... My, my biggest nightmare was them underwater. Remember Cup? Yeah. Hot Rod, help me! <laughs> I would have nightmares. Me. I'm underwater, like, help me! Fix me! Fix me! Fucking shooting. Uh, was it Ironhide? Got blasted. Ironhide got blasted in the, in, in the, the chest. In the, point in the, like range? Yeah, head, chest. He's gone. You see, you see not, the gas coming out of his mouth. You see the life leave his eyes? It's, he, he got a closed casket. That's even. <laughs> I was like, I understand Megatron is bad, and I, I love Megatron. Whatever he wants to do is ride or die. But in the theater, even I was like, yo, 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 chill, man. Relax. Yo, 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 chill. Yo, chill. I'm going to kill him. Yo, he's down. He's down. Such heroic nonsense. Yo, chill. Chill, dude. Oh, my fucking bro. What the fuck? He was down, bro. He was down. You didn't have to do that. So how how did Onward miss that opportunity? Well, thank you for, for, for wrangling me back in. <laughs> Guys, you have to understand. I'm, I'm like I'm like a Vietnam vet when I go down these holes. <laughs> yeah, I start screaming mortars, mortars, and I start flipping tables. If I could just like John Rambo. Yeah, family reunions are awkward around my house. But no, this nothing wanted to be serious enough. Enough. Yeah, I I, so I do agree. Parents would watch this and zone out because they can't take it serious, and the expectation is that kids will just see you know the pretty 
lights and the pretty animation and whatever. And yeah, the the whole lesson with men and boys was great. Yeah, but it was safe. It was safe. There's no jokes about interspecies relationships. No jokes about puberty. Oh, you're becoming a man now. I would have had some sort of female love interest in there, and she would not have been an elf. I would have found something like like a dryad, because dryads cloud men's minds to make them fall in love yeah. with them. And the dryad would have been the most popular girl. Yeah. Now that you bring and that I would up, have probably had a joke about the mom cleaning the sheets. Oh. Quote cleaning his sheets because he's dreaming about the dryad. Something for a kid to whack off to. Yeah. You know, I whacked off to Roger Rabbit when I was a kid. Yeah. I know what was going on. I just wake up, bed sticky. Eh, whatever. Get on with life. The jokes like that. The kids wouldn't have gotten it. Yeah, they wouldn't have gotten it. But the grown-ups would have been like, hey, I see what you're doing. But it is Disney, and then I people would actually call that's and complain. The, that's the whole thing. They played it safe, and that's what made it come out to be basic bitch. It had a lot of potential. Especially with D&D, a lot of potential. I yeah. I, honestly, I'm going to let you go now. Honestly, I would have just hired a bunch of RPG nerds and say, yeah, give me the most awkward situations that are based on the races of characters that we can use that are funny. You could have just went to Reddit and your inbox would have exploded within 24 hours of awkward things based on races. I think they took the concept of D&D molded the world and its basic functionality of what it is and they worked with that you didn't see any really out of this world beasts you didn't see any out of this world monsters yeah, i mean the closest you could come to was the minotaur and, and they kind of modeled the whole movie they sprinkled a little bit of uh sweetness and cuteness uh-huh. for the girls to be yeah. entertained with like the unicorns and nothing too ugly like the pixies the unicorns you didn't know who anybody really was. You couldn't right. tell anybody, but the manticore was different. Some lizard guy you saw here once, which was played by Tracy Ullman. Um, Wait, Tracy Ullman was in here? Yeah, she was the uh, pawn shop dealer, whatever the fuck oh, that. Oh, man, they could have used her for more than that. Tracy Ullman is classic. Yeah, she is classic. I used to watch her when she had The Simpsons on there way back when I was young. I only watched her because she had The Simpsons on her. Good point. If she didn't have The Simpsons, I, I wouldn't want to watch. Yeah. I wouldn't have given her show a chance. Yeah, I wouldn't bother. But then I didn't point out to it, it was safe. But the thing is, to have a movie for boys and men, I mean, we don't even have the fucking Boy Scouts anymore because it is shit. Yeah. Um, in fact, okay, another example. You don't want to play it so safe? You could have thrown that in there. Oh, I'm with the uh, the uh, Orc Scouts. Ah, you can't. I'm with the, uh, the Orc Scouts. Because let's say, you know, Orcs are only male. Yeah. I'm with the Orc Scouts. Ah, you can't call it the Orc Scouts anymore. It's just... The Scouts. Remember, what happened when the elves wanted to join? They said, no, they had to go to the Elf Scouts. And all the Elf Scouts do is sell those damn cookies. Oh. So the Elf Scouts demanded to be let into the Orc Scouts. So they had to get rid of the name Orc and just call it the Scouts. You know, that's actually pretty pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, they could have put that in there, but that's edgy. That's the problem. It's edgy. Yeah, they're they just trying to play it safe. They don't want no edgy shit. It's, it's playing it safe all the way. But damn it, it was a damn good, feel-good movie that should have been released it on Father's a, Day. It was a feel-good movie. Should have been released on Father's Day. I will tell you one thing though, if this movie was in any way about female empowerment, this would have been advertised everywhere. Yes. Girl power. And they would have had some... Not that you mention fucking, it. Some fucking No Doubt song, I'm Just a Girl, some Gwen Stefani bullshit. This wasn't really 
no, pushed no, as no. as much as some of the Frozen two was pushed. No, was I not. saw it everywhere, but this a was basically a male coming of age movie. This ain't gonna be fuck that. Get the fuck out of here. This ain't gonna be pushed. If this were a female coming of age movie, you would not have been able to get away from it. You would have heard this shit everywhere. It would have driven me. Nuts. You know the trend is coming our way though. Okay. If you look at it, we had Sonic, mm-hmm. and that was kind of like a boys kind of movie. No, I will say Sonic was a prepubescent boy. That's yeah. the way the character was always supposed to be. But if you're into the video game, it's just a video game movie. Because any girl who loved to play Sonic, if she would have seen one where Sonic is like, you know, oh, I'm in touch with my feelings and girl power and this and that, even girls would have said, this is bullshit. Yeah. This is, not, this is not my Sonic. What the fuck's going on? And that's something Hollywood doesn't seem to understand. That the great unifier, girls can smell bullshit just as well as guys they may choose to ignore it more often okay but they can smell bullshit just like guys can and hollywood doesn't seem to understand that which is why charlie's angels didn't get any women or men to go see it oh man yeah no women went to see charlie's angels like get the fuck out of here get out of here with this bullshit man all right let's review this bad boy all right all right well i'll tell you right now i knew the moment i left i didn't have to think about it i'm gonna give this a middle of the road matinee not a high matinee not a low matinee middle matinee it does have some cute things, you know, but I think once the bikers, were those fairies or pixies? Those were pixies, but you couldn't tell some were female pixies that looked butch and some were uh, biker guys. No, 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 no. There were no males. What did that one that looked like that had a long beard and some glasses and a mustache? That was still a female. Oh. The whole thing was, I thought it was a female biker gang, and I was like, this is going to be completely uh, sanitized. Oh, okay. This is that's why I came up right then and there. That's why I said beta bitch. You're gonna tell me a female biker gang, you better watch what you say to us, bro, or we're gonna wreck her face, blah blah blah. I'm like, come on, let me let me get a carpet munching joke or, or something. Something. Nothing no reference to their sexuality at no, all. N- but they were all female. Yeah. Every single one okay. female. That's you know, so I was like, yeah, that's that does it does it. Straight down the road, a matinee, a middle matinee. What do you give it? I'm gonna give this a high matinee. Okay. O- almost a full price. I mean if I if it wasn't for the fact that Everything was too touching. Yeah, they played it safe, but then, you know, the only thing that was keeping them in the D&D realm was just the magic. And I thought the older brother would have some kind of essence besides not being able to use magic. But I know the movie wasn't really about him. It was just his personality. No, the movie wasn't about him, but you wanted it to be about him because of Chris Pratt. It's the curse of Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt takes up all the screen with just his presence alone. And you end up wanting it to be about Chris Pratt. Yeah, I give it a high matinee. It's definitely a must-watch. It's definitely a must-watch for for boys and, and dads. And, and it also gives you that clarity that dads are everywhere. Yeah, the most fucked up thing is I think if Lego Movie 2 didn't exist, I would have given us a full price. Yeah. It, and I'm not saying Lego Movie and 2. It, like, you can do it. You can this do it. Is, this was uh, Disney's A A team here. I mean, it's Pixar. You, this is the best. Yeah. And story was there. It was touching. I was crying like a little bitch at the end. At the end, because it was like, come on, how how many times are they gonna pull the fucking cord within two minutes? They kept pulling my heartstrings. Like right at the very end, they pulled it. All right, that's 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 pretty bad, decent. I think I know exactly. And, it, and then they pulled it again. And then at the very end, where he's hugging his dad, it was like, oh shit. No, and no, I it, think I know exactly. They kept where, pulling that. No, tr- I think I know exactly where it grenaded your heart, like pulled the pin, and your heart exploded. It, 
noted was when their father was coming and yes. it was a dragon. Yeah. And they have to stop the dragon because the dragon's going to stop the thing from happening. And the older brother's like, look, you stay here with dad so you can have your moment with dad. I'm going to distract the dragon. He said, no, no, you stay with dad. The younger brother says, you stay with dad. I'm going to distract the dragon. He said, what are you talking about? I said, no, no, no. Look, you, I never had a dad, but I realized I don't need dad. I have you. Yeah. I've always had you. I don't feel the loss that you feel. I'm feeling the loss that yeah, people yeah. say I'm supposed to feel. And I haven't realized it until now. I don't need dad because I have you. Yeah, they're pulling but that string. You, the older brother, never got to say goodbye to his father because when they told him, like, your dad's about to die, yeah. go say goodbye. But he was he was a, a kid. He was a young child. And his father was hooked up to all those machines. And he was out of it. And it scared him because that's not the strong father that he remembers. It's yes. like looking, looking at your parents with Alzheimer's before they died. Yeah. That's the most painful shit in the world. Yeah. Because you remember them being so strong. And he was like, looking at dad hooked up to those machines, fighting for life, not able to have a conversation with me. It scared him so much. It's like, I just yeah, I don't, ran. Want, just I didn't say goodbye to dad. I, I just ran because I was too scared. He said, no. Now, you say goodbye to dad because that's what you need to do. Because either way, when this is over, I'm going to have you. I don't need to say goodbye to dad because I never had yeah. him in the first place. So that was pulled. That that scene spoilers. Uh, that scene was um, pulling at my heartstring, mm-hmm. and then when he kind of helped defeat the actual dragon, he w- he couldn't actually run back and up and meet his dad. He was actually blocked by a barrier, and as he would climb up the rubble, he could see his brother, and he wishes that he wanted to be. That, they were just pulling that heartstring, like yeah, like, that was that was great. It was their timing was impeccable. Oh, absolutely. So overall, we give this. We're gonna go ahead and give it a high matinee. High matinee, high matinee, yeah. matinee overall. Go out, go see it. It's go, good, guys. It's, it's worth your time. I, I really hate it when people think that because I say, oh, it's not as good as this or it's not perfect, they think I'm shitting on it. Yeah, it is safe. I'm not, I mean, I'm not, it's safe. It's very safe. But still, you know, if I have a, a, a son and I want him to understand the importance of being a responsible male, being a dad, being awkward at that age, I would just take him to see this. Like, look, look at this. Yeah. You know, it's you know, awkward, a, it's fine. a really great father son movie is Conan. Hmm. Well, I'm going to show that to my son uh, when I either have him or claim responsibility for him. Okay. That's going to be a yearly thing. On Father's Day, me and my boy are going to watch that together. That's right. And I'm going to make sure he understands this is a special thing. I'm going to tell my wife to leave the room and we're going to get some popcorn and we're going to sit there and by the time he's about 15, 16, yeah. I'm going to be quizzing him. He's going to have that movie memorized every fucking scene. He will be able to say it scene for scene. Dun, dun, dun. And that'll, that'll be me and my son's thing. Every every Sunday that is Father's Day, it's like, you're not going out with your friends, you're not doing none of that shit, we're going to watch Conan. And I'm going to quiz you after Conan. And I'm going to say, son, why do you cry? I cry because he is Conan, and Conan cannot cry. So, I must cry for him, because Conan does not cry. That's right. So I have to cry for him. Yeah, it's good shit. All right, guys, don't forget to visit us on our website at g2ta.net and gottotalkaboutit.com, and don't forget to subscribe. Ooh, yeah. They had a little bit of D&D thing there. It was cute, but, you know, after they went on their own adventure, they didn't even think about it too much. Yeah, yeah, I suppose so. We can play some music. The door won't open unless there's music playing. There we go. Yeah, it's, it's, it's... I gotta give it to them, though. A boy's movie? Shit, man, it's Coming just not... Age. Yeah, they did good. But again, if they don't have a sequel to this, it's 
I don't think anyone would notice or care. Yeah, it's kind of like Big Hero 6. They pretty much wrapped it up. I just feel bad, man. These guys are going to have to build the momentum. You're right. They could have had a little bit more edge. There's like no death besides the father, and he died off screen. Yeah, that would have made it a bit more poignant as well, the death. Yeah. You know, it would have been it, been nice if the uh, police officer character would Shot have... somebody. Oh, a black man! Bah! <laughs> oh, no, no, not black man. Uh, oh, an orc! Bah! 